First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Prior, who have gotten the virus and had a very bad outcome or maybe a fortunate one, but are now saying, I was wrong, please get this vaccine. And I understand people's reluctance. The, vi- the vaccines are a personal decision, but I think you have to look around. We're not used to being in an environment with a disease that is this contagious. And, a, right. and the Delta variant is, I think, four times as contagious mm-hmm. as the baseline coronavirus. So if you infected, if you had the first virus and you infected two people for every uh, person that you saw where you were encountering, yep. this time you're infecting six. Yeah, that's the number so I the saw. the spread of yeah. it is much quicker. Yeah. And uh, I think, you know, we're going to go back inside soon. And we are we will see changes as the kids get back in school, mm-hmm. as we are uh, closed up more, where there's not good ventilation. We're we're going to have illness, so I think that people need to understand that if they can do things on their own to mitigate it, they should. Um, we have to be. I think we have to take personal responsibility now uh, in our own settings as to how we want to manage this virus because we're going to be living with it. I think a lot longer than people think. Yeah, it's yeah. not going to just burn out. Uh, that that's obvious. I don't know of any viruses that just burned out within a matter of months. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, we kind of had that feel. I think we all were like, it's finally over. I'm, take the mask off. It's finally over. And now, you know, here we are. Um, schools are, are facing this battle with uh, with groups of parents that are against their kids wearing wearing masks. And, you know, if, if my, my personal belief is, and I get it, I don't have you know, I have a kid in college who's got to wear a mask every time she enters the school. But, uh, but uh, and I have a wife who has to wear a mask as a teacher every time she enters the school. But the, the, the reality is if we got to wear a mask to keep kids in school and not remote, I think that's a pretty easy decision. I think you will see this time around everyone's goal is for in-person instruction. Yep. And it will be interesting to see what, uh, incoming Governor Hochul does next week when she takes office as I think she will address this question from a state viewpoint so that there is some guidance. This SED did come out and they basically followed the CDC. Oneida mm-hmm. County yesterday yep. pretty yep. much followed the CDC recommendations. So I think that the what we'd be looking for with the Governor Hochul is whether she puts a mask mandate back in or not. So we'll see what her feelings are on the virus, I think, uh, shortly after she is sworn in. So I'd like your uh, your take on um, on Governor Cuomo and Kathy Hochul. Mm. My take? Yeah. Um, it's reprehensible uh, what the governor, Governor Cuomo, uh, was alleged and then investigated for. And there's so much corroborating evidence. The toxic work environment, there's no reason for that. And uh, I think any of us in government can attest to the fact that sometimes it is very difficult to talk to the upper echelon of the staff. Our staff here is wonderful uh, all throughout the state government. But when you got up to the chamber, it was a whole different story, and you didn't get up there too much. Right. So uh, I applaud the women that came forward. Uh, that was very courageous because, um, you know, as, as high profile as Governor Cuomo is, that means their stories were going to be national news. Mm-hmm. And they were going to be hounded by reporters. But they stuck to it. And that that tells me they're credible. 
uh, as far as Governor, uh, Lieutenant Governor Hochul, soon to be Governor Hochul, uh, I think she's going to do a terrific job. I spent some time with her, quite a bit of time with her, a couple of weeks ago, ironically, here in Rome, when she was here for ribbon cuttings at Orgel and uh, Coal Point. But we also did a walking tour of downtown. She's very thoughtful. Uh, she is going to listen to people. Uh, and I think that she has a unique perspective to be the governor right now because she spent most of her seven years traveling the state. Yeah. Unbelievable yeah. travel schedule. But when she's on the ground, she listens and she understands. She was asking me questions, not about downtown. She started asking me about the harbor, mm-hmm. the canal, what do you need, what can we do for this. And she remembers. Yeah. So I think that's going to serve her well. She's got a huge, huge job ahead of her. She's she's first got to straighten out the immediate governor's staff on the second floor. Mm-hmm. She needs to put people around her that she can trust yeah, and that are yeah. going to do the job uh, that she wants done. And then, um, and then we'll see for the rest of the state. But the problem she's going to have is she's going to be a candidate for the entire time she's governor. Right, I don't know right, really right. there's going to be any honeymoon period. Yeah. And you know the uh, you know you mentioned the, how difficult it was. You could just see on Twitter how aggressive the staff, the governor's staff was. Uh, so it all starts with the top. He's aggressive, and we've heard stories. We've all heard stories about uh, how people have been treated. But with him at the top, and then you, and then the staff members. Um, there are a few of them that just uh, went for the throat. God forbid you can you criticize Governor Cuomo. They would go after you, and viciously, um, those people have to go. Yeah, uh, and, and that that didn't promote any goodwill, uh, the, no cooperation. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, I, a lot of money has come back to the Mohawk Valley. There has been a lot that's happening here as a result of the, the governor's economic development policies. Uh, but... It still was a real struggle sometimes working with the staff. You wouldn't get calls back. Uh, you wouldn't even get up to, to that level. We we normally use our regional people because, yeah, uh, yeah. like I said, they're fantastic, and, and they have the pathway to get there. But I think all of this exacerbated during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it, it actually got much, much worse, more toxic. And uh, But put that aside... We didn't have to be working there every day, and the expectations right, right. of some of those women yep. uh, were just totally out of line. Yep, uh, no doubt about it. And the fact that he has to be held to uh, at least, uh, not even a higher standard, he needs to be held to the same standard as the rest of us. It almost seemed that his belief was that those were rules that were for, for the rest of us, not for not for him. Yeah, and at a minimum, the standard that you and I would be held to, and then on top of that, you know, I think we expect more from the extremely talented or the extremely privileged. I mean, he should even be held. It should be worse for he him. He should be than held to a higher standard show. because he made the rules, signed the law. Yeah, that's the part that's crazy here. So, well, right, we've had we had what the what he wanted. He touted as the most aggressive sexual sexual harassment mm-hmm. rules that were put in place i think in 2018 yeah all of those were broken apparently by him on yep. on yep. the second floor yep. uh, by him and and that that's awful that's not a good reflection of our state number one but when you're the leader i always use the analogy of a coach and players yeah there comes a point where the coach has to separate but you're the person everybody's looking to 
And so it's no different in business or government. When you're the leader, you have to be able to cultivate the team around you. And that takes a lot of nurturing. Yep. Nurturing, not bullying. Yep. Yep. And I think that's what we, we, if anything, that's the message that's come out of Albany now, that the environment was one of a very bullying, bullying atmosphere. Yep. And that's not good for anyone. But some of the other accusations uh, by the women, just because they were a female, yep. are really... Uh, they're reprehensible to me. Yep, I completely we agree. We have the first in the nation sexual harassment laws and the first in the nation governor to resign because of them. Here's uh, <laughs> Kathy with a question. Uh, we'll wrap this up with uh, with Kathy, Mayor. Uh, Kathy in Rome with a question for the mayor. Good morning, Mayor. I want to Good ask morning. you the old tuxedo trailer park area. That is a terrible, weedy mess. Is the city going to do anything with that? We don't own that area. That's privately owned. Uh, so uh, there's a there's an owner there that should be taking care of that property. It's right near our, our wastewater treatment plant. Yeah, uh, we'll take a look at it. But uh, we did try to purchase it at one time, but it was just too expensive for us to purchase. But that is privately owned. All right. All right. All right, Thank Kathy. You. Thank you. And uh, You're Mayor, Mayor Jackie Izzo, we appreciate it greatly, and we'll do this again. Thanks. Thanks very much. Have a great day. All right. You do the same.